a lot of new home builders use the cheap cock. Yeah. So, it's such a, so such a weird Are you giggling uh, over there. I, I'm, I'm high school giggler. Um, but th- it's true. They use a cheap cock. So after a few months, it all, does, does that not sound weird to say? Are you ready? What's up? What's up? Episode 95. 95. ET Confidential. The Real Estate Good Podcast. Good morning. How are you? Nice hat. You know, we still need to get new hats. My big fat head does not fit into those very well whatsoever. Well, here's a question, totally off topic. Today, by the way, we're going to get into the top things you need to do to prepare your home for winter amongst a little bit of market update kind of discussion. And also how those things tie into um, if you plan to sell your home during the winter, now's a great time to take care of these things because they're not things you can really do later. And it also ties into resale value because the better maintained your home is, the better your value uh, will hold its own uh, over the years. Yes. But here's a question for all of you listening and watching. We're in the month of September now, and usually this is the time that we order some team, some team swag to give away to clients and followers. What would you guys like to see? Would you like to get some pens, some some fancy hats like the way one I'm wearing? Nobody some, wants pens. Nobody wants pens. I don't know. I have a shit ton of pens that were given to me from other companies, and those seem to be the only pens I have. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of people like a good pen. Um, but if it's not a pen, is it a toque? Is it uh, an umbrella? Is it a snow scraper? Is it, we've got some really good um, grocery bags that went over really, really well. Um, we've done a bunch of things over the years. What, what do you guys want? What would you guys like to see? If we're going to do some giveaways for some KT swag, what would you be most interested in? Don't give me some bullshit, ridiculous answer like we want, you know, winter coats or something that's outrageously out of our budget. Uh, but, you know, and typically we're not too cheap with our stuff, but we also have budgets to work with, especially considering uh, the database of clients and followers we have. So what would interest you guys? You want some toques? You want some scarves? You want some mittens? Uh, do you... Mittens, mittens, please. Mittens, mittens. We've always done well uh, with the hats, the tubes. Some basics. Do you want some basic t-shirts? Like I'm wearing a Roots t-shirt today. We don't have any KT t-shirts. Uh, what would you guys like to see? What would encourage you to enter in some of our giveaways? Because um, we give away a bunch of free stuff throughout the year. And on that note, the only way you're going to know about these giveaways, if you like, follow, and subscribe. So wherever you're watching or listening, make sure you click that subscribe or like button and, uh, and those, leave us for, a comment. For, leave for us a comment. For those of you just tuning in for the first time, perhaps, or maybe second time or third time or whatever, who, what aren't, took you so long? who aren't familiar with us. Um, sorry, I'm losing. It was getting all messed up because I got a phone call and it got kicked out. So hopefully my audio is still working properly. Um, so I'm Adrian Trott. Ariel Cormendi, we're business partners. We own KT Realty, the parent company for the Cormendi Trot team, which is a real estate sales team uh, based out of Halton region, serving 
Alton and surrounding areas. So Peel, Wellington, et cetera, Hamilton, um, and also KTPM, KT Property Management, a residential property management team uh, company. So anything we say, especially when it comes to what we're talking about today, as far as things to do around the house, they're always tips from our experience on things that are worthwhile doing to improve your results when buying or selling real estate. And improve, well, also improving your uh, satisfaction with your home, your overall um, enjoyment of your home, overall um, improvements that you can do. So all kinds of uh, great tips and tricks along the way. 10 years of being in the industry, currently ranked number 16 in the country for 14. Century 21. 14? 14, yeah. Moving on up. Um, number 14 in the country for Century 21 Canada. A great accomplishment by our team. And uh, we have an office here in Milton, Ontario. We are neighbors too, by the way, which you didn't Literally. say. No, sorry. We're friends, neighbors. I forget about that we, part. We live you know why? literally because next door to each since other. COVID, I mean, I haven't even hardly seen you. That's true. Thank you. But yeah, we do live uh, next door to each other and we worked together before real estate for 10 years almost prior to that. So it's been almost two, a 20, two 20 year relationship, oh 10, 10 years of living next door to each other. Um, and uh, we've been, been doing good, successful, happy, enjoying life, have beautiful families. Each have two kids. He has two daughters. I have two sons, twin boys. Uh, we each have a dog. We have a lot of the same passions. We like to eat. We like to drink. He likes to play a lot of video games. I like to collect sports cards. Those are our hobbies right now. I love sports. He doesn't. So, you know, we, uh, we, we have some, uh, some differences as well, but when it comes down to it, we're all about real estate. We love what we do and we're damn good at it. So well, if we were too alike, it wouldn't work out Ariel. So you need to let's have get some into, differences. Let's get into it. You've got right, a, so, uh, yeah, a we're, list of a few things. I do a few things that are good to do this time of year. So we are, uh, well, this will be broadcasting on the 7th of September. So we've completed one full week of September. School's around the corner. It's an exciting time of year. Weather's changing. And uh, the reason we wanted to talk about things to do around the house is because we're just kind of on the cusp of the weather changing just enough that some of these things you can't do in a very short while. So uh, all things uh, to not only help the sale of your home, if you do intend to sell in the cooler months, but also things that might help your home become more efficient or just you get more organized. Um, as well. So the first one, one that I like to talk about that I'm going to be, I've been thinking about is the garage and getting it ready for storing things better. I've got a lot of shit on the floors. I've got my lawnmower, all my, my garden um, equipment. Um, my snowblower is going to get cleaned up and I'm going to um, get it ready to go. But I need to get better organized. And uh, some tools that aren't going to be used as regularly now need to be put away for the season. So I'm going to start looking into wall organizers and stuff like that. I think that's something I've never had and I'd like to get that. And I think it's a good time of year when I'm now considering to kind of shift my usage of the various things in my garage around. Well, 
here's the thing with garages. If you don't do it in September, maybe into October, you are then going to delay and it's going to, and then you'll end up doing it in December because you need to park the car in the garage or whatever. And you're going to be cursing at yourself because it's freezing outside. And now you're doing all this work in your cold garage, or maybe you've already had a couple of snowstorms and now you're scrambling and you're doing it when it's not convenient. So put a day aside, like put one day off that you have aside and just get it done. Like for me, throughout this, you know, the last five, six months, I've been having everything delivered to home, right. uh, f- food, you know, everything, everything's delivered to home, whether it's purchased through Amazon or some other retailer. Um, you know, we get our fruits and vegetables from Mama Earth Organics. We get our meats from True Local and uh, West Side Beef. Um, shout outs to, to those three companies because they've been doing a great job of providing my family with great food over the last five months. But they all come in boxes. And, you know, Amazon, you order tweezers and they come in a, a box big enough for a, a 12 pack of you're keeping toilet all the boxes. paper. Well, I don't keep them, they stack up. Right, but you're allowed to put them out for recycling once a week. I I know I recognize that, but I always procrastinate. <laughs> and it's not necessarily intentional. Yeah. Sometimes like we, we were up at the cottage uh for a few weeks throughout the summer. Um, so obviously those weeks the recycling didn't get put out. And some weeks we order a ton of stuff. So it adds up and, you know, I don't break them down all the time. So it's the, the box just going there and then another box on top of it. And then I look at it and I go, I don't have time for this. I'll do it next week. And then it gets delayed and delayed and pushed back. So That's how it starts. It's, it's a procrastination thing. And, <laughs> um, you know, Sometimes I think boxes will come in handy because oftentimes I'll have clients say, Hey, you got any boxes or I need some boxes or I'll offer some of the boxes and people will appreciate it because Amazon boxes are, um, are, are decent quality and the tape that they use has those fibers in it. So they, it doesn't fall apart. Like you can, you can put yeah. good stuff in there. I agree. Um, that's actually, that's actually a tip. If you're moving in the next or thinking of moving soon and you're starting to purge and declutter 30, 60, 90, 120 days, order a bunch of stuff from Amazon, your toilet paper and your uh, paper towels, um, any of your regular use items, you can actually find them. A lot of times they're cheaper on Amazon. They get delivered to your doorfront and then you can reuse that box for packing your stuff away. Um, and it doesn't cost you anything and you're recycling. So there's a quick tip for you. Um, but yeah, getting the garage cleaned out now, so I me, epoxied, yeah, I, I did the epoxy finish on, on the floor. Um, it's actually not the epoxy. It's the level up from the epoxy. can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but, uh, Have you gone through garage. a winter with it? Yes. Last you, winter. Does it get slippery? Yes. Okay. 
Yes. I don't know if there's other finishes that would be less slippery. Right. Uh, but you have to be careful. Like if it's, if it's wet and you're wearing the wrong type of shoe and you move the wrong way, you will fall on your ass. Yeah. hundred percent. But it's super easy to clean, which is but, nice in the winter. That's, that is the positive. So yeah. you've got pros and cons to everything. The pro is when you've got all that mucky, muddy slush, on a on just a concrete floor you're staining that floor and it looks like crap and then you get all the you know the sand and the salt from the roads um all you do is you just take a hose to it and it looks brand new again and it's great yeah um so it looks good it's easy to clean but yes you you do have to just walk on it a little bit more gingerly when it's um when it's wet and you've got that snow uh, in there. So what at I've least been, from my experience. What I've been looking at is those slat wall systems to get stuff up off the floor. Yeah. I think those are nice. Yeah, I think I will do that in the future. I, I was going to do the back wall uh, with it, but um, I haven't figured out the storage solution yet in our garage, but that's key, right? Having good storage, like you did that overhang, um, if you want to call it a mezzanine, yeah, which is pretty basic to do. Um, I know you had uh, Raymond from Ray Vise do that for you for a couple hundred bucks or whatever, a few hundred bucks. Um, and that makes sense because you can throw up all your bins, your seasonal stuff, like your Christmas stuff doesn't need to be hanging out in storage all year round when you use it for two, two and a half months of the year. Yeah. Um, and then we you put can a ton store of stuff things. Super handy. Yeah. In fact, I wish I went a little bit bigger with it, but um, if you're, that's one thing that a lot of people don't think about too, when buying houses, if you get a garage that has a taller ceiling it adds a ton of storage opportunity, which is nice. I wonder if anybody has any other tips, especially those of you that have a single car garage. Right. I would love to hear from, from everybody on this topic because it's always a topic that comes up. It's always one that's on my mind uh, because I have a double car garage and I don't think we maximize its usage. It frustrates the hell out of me. I have recently, when did I do it? Maybe in the springtime, I moved my garbage cans and my recycling to the side of the home, which drives me nuts because it looks doesn't give great curb appeal to have your your garbage on the side of the house but having it inside the garage takes up a lot of your space and it also smells um especially during the summer months when the garage gets warm well for me a double garage is not really a two-car garage it's a one car plus stuff garage because i park in the and for a lot of people it is a lot of people it's not because i hate I hate clearing off my vehicle, any either one, because certainly, you know, uh, I'm going to be the one out there first thing in the morning cleaning off my car or my wife's car. Uh, I'm the one shoveling the driveway. If there's a car in the driveway, you got to clear off the car, move the car, and then shovel the the driveway around it. Um, and oftentimes, if you're clearing off your car, you then you've like got you're that getting extra... angry. Like it really does get you upset. It does. Why do you have a double car garage and not parking two cars in it? Well, I've got my snowblower. I've got a lawnmower. I've got a trimmer. I've got a dethatcher. I've got 
uh, motorcycle. I saw it. There's a second vehicle. In well, there. Why don't you have a shed? Have you seen the size of my lot? Well, maybe you just didn't plan it very well with your with your landscaping. No, I think because I, you could <laughs> you could have easily stuffed a uh, well. You've got a big hot tub and a big uh, pergola and a big patio area, but you easily could have stuffed a uh, a, a shed to accommodate your dethatcher. Well, the key the uh, key in, word in the there, other corner. The key word there, Ariel, was stuff stuffed. I could have stuffed it in there. It would have been very tight. But uh, I'm not complaining. I I, I'm, I I'm fine to park outside. It doesn't bother me. I, we get very little snowfall. And when we do, I don't mind going out 10 minutes earlier to brush it off. Um, uh, I do. I hate it. Yeah. Um, well, in you fact, should, you better clear if out you those remember, boxes if you want to park in the garage this winter. Yeah, I'm working on it. In fact, uh, if you remember when we bought these homes 10 years ago, I was considering before the pavement got laid to I do remember to have um, some sort of heating mechanism installed in the driveway, probably by way of um, water pipes. Um, there's two different types of heating you could provide for your driveway. It's either electric or um, electric coils. Um, what do they, what do you call it when it's water, radiant water pipe, uh, radiant, but it radiant wouldn't have heat. been ideal with having a, a, um, a sidewalk, unfortunately, because then, you know, I mean, you could maybe do it still, but if they ever had to do work, you might be in trouble. Anyways, the garage, um, idea with just having more built in storage and stuff like that tying it back to real estate for a second, as far as resale is concerned, garages are a big selling feature for the right people. Like we recently sold a house um, in Milton where they had done it nicely. They even had that um, um, separate gas heater, which was kind of nice. So if people like to work in their garage, or I have tons of friends that like to, they make it their little getaway. Like they've got TV and everything set up in there and that's where they hang out with their friends. All um, the pot smokers. That may be the case. <laughs> Um, but it's a, you know, it is an extension of your living area too, if you want it to be. Um, and it, it, if from a resale perspective, when we're selling houses that look nice and we're showing houses to our buyers, they get excited about it. So, you know, spend the, but make it, a it. if you're going to do that, here's a tip for everybody. Don't convert your garage into a finished living area no. and delete your garage. That's right. Do not delete the garage. So don't convert it, but make it a flex space if you want that. So do the epoxy floor, lay down maybe an outdoor rug, put some furniture in there if you want, whatever, but make it easily um, convertible back into a garage without having to take anything apart. So basically when you move out, it becomes a garage again. Um, because if you delete even one side of your garage, if it's a double car garage, or if it's a single car garage, if you delete that garage completely, it will dramatically affect the price and the desirability of the home. Not only that is typically not, um, a good flow. Like generally speaking, when people convert their garage into living area, uh, and even if they do it properly and insulate, et cetera, et cetera. 
it still seems like an awkward space because the flow from the rest of the house into that area is not usually ideal. Right. Right. So, um, you know, when I say finish it and get it ready, I'm not saying like that. I definitely don't think it's a good idea to do that. Um, but yeah, I think the two things I'm going to do are paint it, install a slat wall somewhere and have better storage. And I think those two things will be doing that this month. I, I'm contemplating the idea. Yes. If I don't do this month, it probably won't get done until next year. And that's the point of this podcast, Mr. Trod. That's right. And put it on your list of to-dos this month. Just get her done. And when you're painting yours, come over and paint mine because a painted garage looks way better. It does. And paint it a bright light color, will you? Like, don't don't be painting. I, I've well, walked I into some garages. I was contemplating doing and, it all white except the slat wall yeah. that you can get a dark gray. I kind of feel like the dark yes. gray slat wall looks nice. So I might paint that yeah. wall dark gray and the rest of it white. Yeah, that's okay. Something like that. Um, yeah. On that note, talking about painting, that's another thing that can be done this time of year. That If you're doing it, has to be done this time of year because as it gets colder, the paint is not going to um, dry properly. You're going to have problems. So paint any exterior painting. Do it now. So front doors, curb appeal. If you're reselling anytime in the winter, curb appeal is huge. So paint your front door, paint your garage door, any exterior trim, any, any um, trim that's rotting. Get it replaced. Get it painted now. And if you're if you're gonna do that, especially for the purpose of reselling, shoot us a message and ask for our opinion because there are a lot of trends right now and a lot of colors right now that will really make your home pop. So don't necessarily just repaint the same color. Um, as an example, I repainted my um, my front door, but I also repainted all the trim around the door to be the same color as the door. And we did it in, I'll call it a charcoal color. I don't remember the exact name of the paint, but um, it, it's darker and it just, it, it made the world of difference from how it looked to how it looks now. Um, I have that on my list to do this month is to to do the little touch-ups because, of course, front doors, as you're bringing things in, you you nick it, and then it doesn't look so good, especially if it's a darker color. But uh, that is a big trend right now is painting the door yes, and all of the surrounding trim one color. And a lot of people are leaning towards the darker colors, that more impactful um, color. So it depends on your brick and exterior colors, but of course, um, but some people choose some messed up colors. Like there's some colors uh, I can't even think of uh, in particular right now, but just vibrant, bright blues and greens and pinks. I won't, and I won't mention the name, and I don't know if they listen to the podcast, but I'll go ahead and apologize for my comment ahead of time. But there is a home on the street behind us with this radiant blue door. Yeah, and I. I just think that that was probably their favorite color, yeah. but it does nothing for the curb appeal of the home. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's tweets their own. And you know, if you do what you want, if it makes you happy, do it. But if you're doing it with the um, idea that you may sell, then be prepared to repaint it or maybe ask somebody's opinion. 
Well, that's, that's the thing, right? If you're going to do something for yourself, do it for yourself, but then be prepared to take the advice to do it for the masses, for, to do it for the audience that would be interested in purchasing your home. Because the way we stage our properties is not to decorate your home. It's to stage it for sale, um, to appeal to somebody that's going to want to buy it. Right. Same thing with the paint colors that we recommend. Same thing with the backsplashes that we recommend by the way, if you're choosing a backsplash, ask me for the re- recommendation, not him. Um, that's an inside joke, not so inside, but. Um, <laughs> the story is I, I have, uh, I like to experiment with backsplashes. I, I think you just, uh, maybe we need to do some flips together and you let, give and you just give me that opportunity to prove to you I know what I'm doing. I certainly wouldn't let you choose the backsplash. No, that's what I mean. I think if you give you me, wanna, the, I think if you give me the opportunity, I might surprise you. I like to experiment. We've been talking. We've been talking about buying a flip and documenting it and having all of our followers kind of follow along. Uh, the last property we bought, where we talked about doing that, we ended up getting a great tenant in there and got a good rental value. So we ended up renting it and are actually cash flow positive on that property. Um, so we did, we didn't flip that one yet. We might in the future, but uh, I don't know. Maybe we do a do a flip. Not a what do you idea. think, guys? If you're if you're listening, do you, do you want to see us do a flip? And if so, what kind of uh, how extensive do you want us to go? Uh, on to the oh, actually, before we get on to the next thing, if you're listening, Ariel's already said it. But if you're enjoying the podcast, if you follow us regularly, subscribe so you get notifications each time we post this every Monday morning. A uh, new podcast is is released, uh, so make sure you subscribe or follow, and you will get notifications. Uh, the other thing outside is... And, and you go to ktconfidential.ca. It takes you right to the YouTube playlist for this podcast, so it's easy to get to. Um, and we are wherever you listen to your podcasts, um, literally on every streaming device um possible just search kt confidential and you will find us we got some good stuff coming go ahead uh next outside just quickly is caulking caulking needs to be a certain temperature in order to cure otherwise you have to use specific type of caulking which is not ideal for all applications so if your caulking is getting dried and cracked it's probably not being very efficient at keeping uh your home at the correct temperature, you're probably losing a lot of heat in the winter and, or cold air t- in summer. A lot of a lot of new home builders use the cheap cock. Yeah, so, it's such a, so such a weird. Are you giggling uh, over there? I, I'm I'm high school giggler, um, but th- it's true they use a cheap cock. So after a few months, it all. Does does that not sound weird to say? I don't know. Um, so after even after a few months, you'll see that it separates a little bit, like it shifts, right? It settles. And after a couple of years, it's very easy to see that it starts to deteriorate and provide less um, less value, less R value for, for whatever it's protecting. So whether it's around doors or windows, um, yeah. th- those are all things that should be replaced. And when you and don't just add caulking on top of the existing caulk. You got to replace, you replace it completely. So remove all the old stuff. Get they actually. You don't like caulk on caulk. 
It just doesn't work very effective. <laughs> let's let's choose let's choose a new topic, shall we? <laughs> well, I, I installed a um, I installed a, a hose reel the other day, and because my house is uh, siding, I had to cut out some of the siding. I put in a, a two by six and mounted to that, and then I cocked around the smart idea. Six. I didn't do that when I mounted mine, and it got we'll say um, run into by our minivan <laughs> slightly and yeah. Yeah. uh and it, and it pushed the whole drywall in because it wasn't supported properly in the um in the garage in the garage um, um so in the process of doing that i was trying to remove some of the siding which i ultimately didn't end up doing but in order to remove the siding i was trying to um remove some flashing to get the siding over behind it and to do that i had to remove some of the caulking and i noticed so now how old are our houses? Nine years old. Um, the caulking that I removed was quite dried. It wasn't terrible, but it was definitely in need of replacement. So even after nine years, that's not bad actually for builder grade caulking. I feel like it served me well, but I think it's time for um, the caulking probably to be done all around the house. Any kind of... Um exterior work this is really your last chance to do it so paint caulking driveway sealing this is a great time to seal your driveway and protect it it'll make it look great throughout the fall season a lot of people like to decorate in the fall right like put out your uh, autumn and fall season stuff yeah um, wreaths come out and pumpkins and all the gourds and all that stuff to decorate um so it makes makes your driveway pop it seals it prepares it for for winter um so those are all the things that you should be doing in the next few weeks because then it starts getting cold and that stuff isn't going to seal properly and cure properly and the lawn too my lawns progressively got worse over the last few years um conveniently as i had hired somebody to do it i felt like they were maintaining it but not caring for it so it just slowly got thinner and worse and uh so this year i gave in recently i gave it an overhaul put the seed down it's uh improving now and i'm going to fertilize it making a comeback it is uh but this is a good time to do that making me look lazy get it uh ready for the fall season so you have a good start to next season as well uh so something to consider is your lawn um another thing you mentioned driveway just now i think you said driveway but a good thing to do before the winter is to seal it because if you've got cracks and imperfections in it, moisture, water, snow gets in there, freezes, ice expands and makes those things Am worse. I talking to myself in this podcast? Did you just do it? I literally just talked about sealing your driveway. Oh, I didn't hear that. I heard you say driveway, but I heard, I thought you said sealing caulking. You need to be more clear with your wording. Seal your driveway, folks. Somebody, your neighbor did theirs. I was tempted to ask the guy, but and uh, Andy's driveway ceiling. He's he's the go-to guy in Milton. Does a great job. Is that who did it's yours? Not very ex- yeah. Oh, okay. I'll give him a call. Does he repair or just seal? Because there's things I want repaired. Well, define repair. Like fill cracks and probably sun- sunken areas. I don't know how they do that. Yeah, well, if you look two doors down, Leslie and Wayne's place there. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure he filled in some some 
sinkholes, if you will. Okay. I've got that because I park I on the driveway all the time. I don't know. Call them, call them and ask them. But um, yeah, it's really reasonable. It's less than a couple hundred bucks. I think maybe a hundred and 150 for a double car garage. That's good. Comes, does it a couple days later, you can drive on it. Looks good. Do it before selling too. I don't care what time of year you're selling your home. Nobody likes to both Obviously do a driveway don't. with oil spills and stuff like that. It just doesn't look or nice. Even, even if it's just faded and, and old, it, it's amazing what kind of pop your curb appeal gets from having a nice, freshly sealed driveway. I agree. Although, give it a buffer. Here's my tip for you. If you are going to have your driveway sealed before selling, give it about two months before your home is going to be photographed because otherwise that shit is so shiny. It's almost it's too, too black and too shiny. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't just, it just doesn't look natural. It looks like you're trying to cover something up, but yeah. after a couple of months of, you know, some water, some usage, it, it gets back to looking like it was paved not that long ago. So yes, I agree. So there's a quick tip for you. Okay. What else? Uh, the last thing I have is just servicing your, HVAC, you're going to be switching over. Yeah. It's yeah. probably not September, but very reasonable to think that in October, you may turn your furnace on and you want to make sure it works when you do Oh, it. you didn't just say that. And it's hard to believe summer's over. I know. Well, not yet. We've got a, a few weeks of warm weather, hopefully still. Um, but in October, as people turn them on, that's when the companies get busy. So get them in now, test it out. Yep. Make sure yep. it's good to go. Stock up with filters. Um, your um, your home is going to be sealed off, and you're going to be regurgitating all that same air very often. Especially if you don't have an HRV, a heat recovery ventilation system, which brings in that fresh air. So, um, just get a clean filter in there every month um, to make sure you're breathing in nice, clean air. Yeah, this, every HVAC person I've spoken with has always said, go with cheap filters and replace them regularly. Don't go with the yes. um, fancy filters that block out more. Unless, of course, you have extreme allergies, perhaps then it's something to consider. But generally speaking, they say the cheaper filters replaced more frequently is more efficient and better uh, for your furnace. Well, absolutely, because your furnace has to work harder to push that air through that other filter. Um, so why make your furnace work harder? That's right. Unless unless you have allergies that you absolutely needed. But even then, there's separate systems that you probably should be getting in terms of air purification. Yeah, if it's that bad. Um, yeah. yeah, don't rely just on the furnace filter. I agree. Do you have a do you have a whole home humidifier? A like whole a central home hu- humidifier. No, I a don't. Central humidifier. I don't. I've considered it because in the winter, uh the dryer does bother me. Um I mean we oh, have, bothers everybody. It's not yeah. good for your skin, it's not good for your breathing. I mean most not good for your not good for your furniture and your um hardwood floors. A lot of homes, everything gets affected by it. A lot of homes um Sometimes can manage, not a lot, but some homes can manage depending on how well insulated they are and and how many people are in there using things. Like if you've got seven people showering every day and, you know, you're boiling water and cooking stuff all the time, a lot of that can generate sufficient moisture. But 
Um, not always. And in that case, it's nice to have the humidifiers. We always have one in the three bedrooms. So three portable humidifiers working in the bedrooms. Um, but it's not enough to keep up. You have a humidifier in each bedroom? Yep. The girls have their own little see, humidifiers yeah. that we run mm -hmm. pretty well all winter. And then we have one in our room in the winter. Probably, probably would make sense to get a central humidifier then. Yeah, I don't, I mean, <laughs> they're I, not that expensive, right? And they're, rel I mean, you could install it yourself. I would get somebody to install it. Um, well, because you're tapping into a water line. Um, but I don't know, you can get one installed for 500 bucks, maybe less mm -hmm. around there, probably. Yeah, probably so, cheaper than the three portable humidifiers I've got. <laughs> Save you, save you some space. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only other thing that I was going to suggest that people, again, thinking about preparing your home for winter, just have a look around the house and see, is there any maintenance items? Are there deficiencies that I, that I know exist so as an example my downspout as you well know oh my god you complain houses, about that thing all the time and i can hear it every now and then <laughs> yeah so what happens that downspout is next to the gate that allows you to go to the backyard and over the years we've probably hit it a few times and the uh the brace that holds it to the brick fell off and then couple of windstorms and the whole downspout fell down. Um, I know that's a deficiency and needs to be repaired. So that's on my list to do over the next 30, 60 days is just to make sure I re-secure it. Um, so it won't fall down during the heavy uh, rain and snow. Um, and you got to think about that. Like you're going to get a lot of snow. You're going to get a lot of water around your property after winter you know in the springtime you're going to get a lot of rain so have a look around because if you're not doing it now your home is susceptible to that stuff so we've talked about it in the past how is the grading around your property did you did and especially if it's a newer home did any any of the land around the uh, foundation sink and provide ways of water accumulating at the foundation because if it has now is the time to address it. If you wait, um, you will have problems. You will have entry points around your home where water could penetrate the foundation. Yeah. So well, I would say one of the number one this month, consistent deficiencies we find. Can't hear you. I would say one of the number one consistent deficient. You can't hear anything I'm saying. I don't know what's wrong. I can hear you fine. Hang on. Hello, hello. It says it's recording. You can't hear me? I have no idea. Sorry, folks. I don't know what's happening with Adrian's audio there. Let's see if we can get him back. Probably something to do with the AirPods. If the AirPods um, lose its battery life um, or disconnect, can you hear me now? probably affects that. Yep. Sounds like you're on I'm your on my AirPods. computer audio. No, I'm on my AirPods now. The microphone, it says it was recording, but I don't know if 
it was just you couldn't hear me or if it wasn't recording, recording the voice. Anyways, the one thing I was just going to say, and we can end on it because I know you've got an offer you got to deal with very soon. Three offers. Uh, nice. The uh, one on, on your, your note about water and grading and stuff, one of the consistent deficiencies we find, I find anyways, with home inspections is uh, we're grading around the house. So a lot of, um, um, of the ground level is tilting graded inwards towards the house. So you're going to have water draining inwards towards the foundation, which over time is inevitable uh, that it will at some point maybe cause a problem. So that's something to look at too before the winter. 100%. So there you go. Some, some tips on preparing your home for winter. It is, and I'm going to emphasize this, whether you are selling your home now or in the near future, or you're not, it's imperative to take this advice and actually do it. So set that time aside, put it in your calendar, set the day, set the few hours, whatever, and start tackling that list. If you do that, your home will provide you many more years of enjoyment. It will save you money in the long run. It will make your home more valuable. It will make it better presented. It'll make you feel better that you've got a home that's in good condition. And you don't want to wait until it's too late because certain things like that that you push off and then end up doing it when it's too late, it's going to cost you more money, more time, and more effort to do it later. So, so put them on your list to do in the next few weeks. If you've got any questions, comments, you want to send us some photos and ask for our opinion, we're always happy to uh, answer those for you. Send us a DM or leave a comment wherever you're watching or listening. And uh, well, that's episode 95 for you. Thanks for joining. Nice chatting with you. Good luck on your nice. offers today. Thank you. I'll talk to you later and we'll see you guys and talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.